Welcome to Day of Destiny with Dr. Michelle Corral, author, prophetic teacher, and pastor of Breath of the Spirit Prophetic Word Center. Dr. Corral can be seen weekly, nationwide, and around the world on her weekly telecasts that air on God TV, Impact, and Word Network. Now, let's join Dr. Corral by experiencing Day of Destiny, designed with your highest destiny in mind. Now, here is Dr. Corral. Hallelujah. Let me just read to you from Paul as we are looking at this in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 because strongholds are getting ready to break off of you. But I have to preach the word first. It says in 1 Corinthians 15 and verse 45, it says, the first Adam, the first Adam was made as a living soul, and the last Adam was made as a quickening spirit. The Bible says the first man is of the earth and earthy, but the second man is the Lord from heaven. Are you hearing this, Jesus Christ? As Paul refers to him as the last Adam, somebody should give God praise. In Romans chapter 5, and I will read Romans for you because the Bible says he sent forth his word and he healed them and he delivered them from all their destructions. It's the word of God that you are receiving your healing tonight. Your, the word is going into you for healing. Are you with me, saints? If you are, say amen. Hallelujah. Let me just read to you, beloved, from Romans 5. It says, by one man sin entered the world, and death by sin. So death passed upon all men, for all have sinned. Hallelujah. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses. But the Bible tells us, uh, hallelujah, verse 17 of Romans 5, for if by one man's offense, Death reigned by one. How much more they which receive the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness shall reign by one, even Jesus Christ. Now, beloved, I want you to understand what happened in the garden. Some of us say, why did Jesus sweat drops of blood? First of all, those drops of blood and the sweat of drops of blood is actually a physical condition. It is called hemothodosis. Hemothodosis is actually a medical condition that comes upon individuals in a very rare case. When the individual is so stressed, and usually when an individual is in so much grief that it affects that one's heart. Do you remember what Jesus said when he entered the garden? He said, my soul is exceedingly sorrowful, even unto death. Because his heart 
was broken. And it is a medical fact that hemotidosis occurs usually when a person is stressed from grief. The grief in the heart makes the individual so stressed that they sweat drops of blood. But now I want to tell you another reason why Jesus sweat drops of blood. Because the curse is about to break off. Some of us that have been in generational bondages, some of us that are in physical sickness and disease, some of us that are in bondages in our families, some of us that are in bondages in our mind, some of us that are in bondages physically, those of us that are in emotional bondages, I want you to understand there's a powerful breakthrough that is about to happen to you. When Jesus sweat drops of blood, why sweat? Because the curse came upon Adam. The Bible says in Genesis 3, and the Bible tells us in Genesis 3, when God began to give the indictment for sin, he said, cursed shall be the ground for your sake. And you will eat your bread in the sweat of your face. You see, the sweat represents the curse. I don't know if you heard me. Maybe you didn't hear what God's word says. I just quoted to you from Genesis 3:17 through 19. Do you understand that when Adam sinned, hallelujah, when Adam sinned, the Lord said, cursed will be the ground for your sake. And he said, from the sweat of your face shall you eat your bread. Jesus, the second Adam. Somebody ought to say he's the second Adam. Jesus, the last Adam, the second Adam, went into the garden and sweat, and the blood had to enter the sweat because the blood broke the curse. Somebody should shout right now. I said the blood broke the curse. Somebody should give God praise right now. I said the blood broke the curse. Somebody should shout hallelujah. Shout the victory. Give God the glory and give God the praise. The Lord is saying right now, deliverance from the curse in families right now. Those of you who need a miracle with your families receive through the blood of Jesus, deliverance in relationships, deliverance between 
brothers and sisters, deliverance between family members, deliverance between husbands and wives, deliverance between family members right now. It's being healed right now. The anointing to conquer the curse is happening right now. Hallelujah. The families are being delivered. God is doing something here tonight. God, I give you praise. I do not know who these people are, but there is something happening over here, and I give you praise, and I give you glory. Give God praise. Come on. You do not need to see man. I am not doing anything here. It is Jesus that is the one tonight, and if we get our eyes on man, we will be totally disappointed tonight. Hallelujah. I'm going to have the healing team stand by in just a moment and go to the people that I am calling out. Hallelujah. Just as Joseph and his brothers received deliverance. Oh, my. Let me tell you, go with me for a moment to Genesis. How many of you need a miracle in families with family members? Hallelujah. Would you raise your hand? I mean, really, you need reconciliation. You need sons and daughters to reconcile. Your hearts have been breaking. Husbands and wives or aunts and uncles or mothers-in-laws, fathers-in-laws. I do not know who they are. It doesn't matter. Because Jesus is concerned about all of them for you. Every single need that you have, but there are some of you that have been so grieved because you have shown so much love to these family members. And you have been so hurt to the core. I want to share with you one of the greatest miracles in the entire Bible concerning families. How many of you know God's word is true and it cannot lie? I'm going to go to Genesis chapter 44. And I want you to look at Genesis 44 for a minute. I'm going to show you a miracle. How many of you want to see a miracle in God's word? Now, I'm going to tell you something, beloved, because you're getting healed. And in a minute, the healing teams are going to go out and put their hands on you when we call these out. As soon as the Holy Ghost, and he's going to, miraculously manifest his glory in this place. All right? When we see miracles in the Bible, beloved, they're not written so we know they happened. Let me say that again. When we see miracles in the Bible, they're not written so we know they happened. They're written because God is sympathizing. Scripture is sympathizing with the pain of humanity. And in particular, certain events in Scripture were recorded because the heart of God is especially tender toward those areas 
the heart of God is so grieved when you grieve. He's so grieved when you have felt rejected. When there is a rejection in the family, it is the type of pain that can affect you for years. And sometimes in those areas, if they're not dealt with properly and they become continuously repeated in your life, a stronghold from the pit of hell can get its grip on your life and hold you hostage. By that I mean doors that could open for you could be blocked. Things that God wants to do for you could be delayed because of demonic interference of things that are so grievous. And you know what? Through Jesus' blood and through your determination to walk with him and not sin, to love your enemies, sometimes that's very difficult when it's a brother or a sister or when it's an auntie or an uncle or a father or a mother. It's so difficult not to be resentful. It's so difficult to not allow that piercing pain in the soul to control your thoughts and emotions. But you see, this is where you enter into warfare because you're gonna battle it through the blood of Jesus and you're not gonna hold a grudge. Okay. We are not only in a time right now of Good Friday and Passover, but unleavened bread. And did you know that unleavened bread represents fermenting? No fermenting. Say no fermenting. no fermenting. Do you know how long it takes yeast to ferment? 18 minutes. All it takes is 18 minutes of thinking about how somebody hurt you. All it takes is 18 minutes of going over and over and over how they violated you, how they hurt, how they injured, and it's fermented inside. The Lord says there will be no leaven in your houses. Hallelujah. So we're going to remove the hermets. We're going to remove the leaven of resentment. We're going to remove the leaven of unforgiveness. We're going to remove the leaven of being offended. Yes, 
Here's the miracle. It's a blood-bought miracle. Say it with me, a blood-bought miracle. So I'm claiming it now. Genesis chapter 44, when Judah was standing before Joseph, and Joseph was beholding his 10 brothers. He knew them, but they didn't know him. And Judah said, and thy servant, my father, said to us, you know that my wife bore me two sons. And the one went out from me, and I said, surely he is torn in pieces. And I saw him not since. And if you take this one from me, and mischief befall him, and you bring, then you will bring down my gray hairs with sorrow to the grave. Now therefore, if I come to thy servant, my father, and the lad is not with us, seeing his life is bound up in the lad's life, it will come to pass that when he sees that the lad is not with us, that thy servants shall bring down the gray hair of thy servant, our father, with sorrow to the grave. What's this about? Joseph so wanted to see Benjamin, his brother. They did not know it was Joseph. And so he demanded, if they want the food. And he said, you're spies. You've come into the land to do evil. And he said, to prove to me that you're not spies. And I will surely give you the food. You have to bring your brother Benjamin. Jacob was not ready to release Benjamin. See, there are some things we are, some of us here are in post-traumatic syndrome right now. We're not willing to do certain things, even things in our lives that we know must be done. We can't do it because we're traumatized from what took place in a certain event. Jacob, the man of God, Jacob, the patriarch of Israel. Do you realize that Israel is named after his spiritual name, Israel? Do you realize the land is named after Jacob's spiritual name? And the people are named after Jacob's spiritual name, Israel. Yet, Jacob is in post-traumatic syndrome. You say, how? The night they handed him the bloody coat. He never got over it. Do you understand? He is in shock. Joseph, he believes, is dead. His sons made him believe a lie that, his, that he was dead. And so now to release Benjamin is unthinkable to Jacob. Until Judah stepped up. Say this with me. Judah, Judah. the progenitor of the tribe of Judah. Say Messiah will come forth from the line of Judah. 
Judah stepped up. And Judah said, I'm going to pledge myself. He said, I'm going to become surety. I'm going to become a ransom. I am going to become surety for Benjamin. A ransom for Benjamin. That if they take Benjamin, I will cause them to take me instead. Are you hearing this? Are you hearing these prophetic words? Are you understanding what Judah is doing? Judah is setting something that is going to happen in the future with his descendant. And when Joseph, they still don't know it's Joseph, says, I'm going to keep the lad. He's going to stay with me. Then Judah breaks down. And as soon as Judah said these words, and I'm going to quote them to you because Judah is going to become a ransom. And as soon as Judah says the words, I said I would become surety, a, a ransom before my father. And if I do not bring the lad back to him, then I will bear the blame before my father forever. I want you to understand when those words were said, that is when the whole family got instantly healed. I don't know if you understand what I'm talking about. Let me read it. The Bible says, as Judah is explaining to Joseph and he doesn't know it's Joseph, for thy servant became a pledge, surety for the lad, unto my father, saying, If I do not bring him unto thee, then I will bear the blame before my father forever. For how can I endure to see the suffering upon my father? Do you realize what happened as soon as Judah said that? I want you to understand it wasn't just Judah's words. It was the prefiguring. It was God seeing something from heaven. God seeing Judah's descendant who is going to bear the blame before his father forever for you and for me. He is going to bear the blame for all family disunity. He is going to bear the blame for resentment, for bitterness. He is going to bear the blame for that evil thing that is happening between family members that is so deep. Do you realize after he said that, that immediately Joseph began to weep. And they began to weep. And he revealed himself to his brothers. And the greatest family miracle that has ever taken place in human history took place when Judah said, I will bear the blame before my father forever. Thank you for joining us today on Day of Destiny. We invite you to our website at mydayofdestiny.com where you can easily access other podcasts and obtain your copy of Dr. Corral's latest book, 
Secrets of the Anointing. Also, we want to take this moment to invite you to engage in extending your hand of kindness by planting your seed or offering for multitudes that include orphans, providing water wells, providing medical supplies, clinics, feeding programs, and many other services to the suffering church and through efforts of evangelism worldwide. Just go to our website and click the donate button or text to give. Text HESED, C-H-E-S-E-D, to 7797. That's HESED, C-H-E-S-E-D, to 7797. You are also invited to visit Dr. Michelle Corral Facebook or Instagram. We look forward to having you encounter the anointing with us on our next Day of Destiny podcast.